Great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas to me to stretch every penny. That's right. Forget stretching every dollar. I want you to stretch pennies. You can find out more ways to save money at Clark.com. You got a question for me, go to Clark.com slash ask and you can post a question for me there. You also can see at Clark.com how to ask questions off the air for free of a member of our team. We do that over 40 hours each week. You can see the phone number and hours available each weekday. Scroll down a little on Clark.com. It's right there for you. And coming up in a few minutes, there's people always promising you an automatic win, can't lose investment. And now there are scams out there pretending to be from semi-official organizations. I'm going to tell you what to look out for in today's Clark Rage. And something that came up on the show briefly, I think last week, is the issue of people not buying life insurance. I want to talk to you about who should have life insurance. And more important, if you are someone who should, the right way to buy it. I want to talk about something to make you safer in the wallet that you should get in your car. In fact, I've had this as an accessory in my car for five years. It's a dash cam. Dash cams are something that is a common thing in virtually every single car in a lot of countries in Central and Eastern Europe and routinely in vehicles in Asia and now growing by leaps and bounds in popularity in the United States. A dash cam is a little camera that mounts on your windshield, uses a very low cost, typically they'll use a low cost SD card, cost you from like $5 to $15, depending on how much capacity you buy for the card. May come, the dash cam you buy may come with an SD card. And you just simply mount them on the dash, plug them into the USB or cigarette lighter in your car, and they continuously loop record video. The most sophisticated of them and expensive ones uh, stamp real time where you are, when you're there, and know through artificial intelligence when you're in an accident and automatically create a permanent record of that video. The cheaper ones, you just pop out the SD card if you've been in an accident and you have a record of what really happened. People's recollections, many times in good faith, of what happened in an accident can vary enormously from what each driver says and even what witnesses say. But the video is a fantastic protection for you in the event you're in an accident, being able to document if there's doubt about whose fault it was and you feel pretty confident it was somebody else's fault, the video can tell your story. And so I strongly recommend these, particularly to to anyone who has a tendency to drive more cautiously. Doesn't mean you won't be in an accident, but if you're the least likely to cause an accident, you may need to prove it. 
to an insurance company or to a judge. So dash cams, I put them up a lot on Clark deals when they're on sale for under 20 bucks, and they are a lot. Easy to buy one for $40 or more, but it is one of those things that is a great idea to have because it. I look at them as ultra-cheap insurance. Now, if you have a new driver in the household, a teenager, there are now expensive dash cams that cost several hundred dollars that monitor what your teen is doing behind the wheel of that vehicle in addition to monitoring what's going on around that vehicle. And so you, real time, with the most sophisticated ones, on your smartphone can get alerts and be able to call your teen and say, you are doing this, that, or the other behind the wheel. That is not safe. Driving's a privilege. If that teen wants to drive that vehicle, you need to keep them safe. Tina's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Tina. Hi, Clark. Thanks so much for taking my call today. Sure, Tina. You sold your home. I did. How hard was it to sell it? Um, it wasn't that hard. Um, I I don't think that I got exactly what I I could have gotten if I had waited, but I got very tired of being a homeowner and a slave to my home. <laughs> I decided to move back home with mom. Oh, okay. So you get to be with your mom and your spending went way down as a result. Way down. Um, now, I've never been in this position where I have all this money, uh, and I see you every day, but uh, a lot of the things that you, you talk about go way over my head because I don't have the money to invest in some of these things. But now you and, do. And now I do. Right. So I'm planning to take the money um, and invest in my mom's home, invest in my business, and then the rest of it. Um, invest. <laughs> How many employees do you have? It's just me. Aha! Uh, that's the yeah. perfect answer, you know. <laughs> How profitable is your business? It will be more profitable once I can invest um, and, and get my own um, certified kitchen. I'm a clinical herbalist, and so I need my own space to make my products. Um, and, okay, Tina, and, wait, wait, it's time for you to educate me. <laughs> what is a clinical herbalist? Ah, so Clark, a clinical herbalist is a little bit beyond, goes a little bit beyond what a regular herbalist does because we can read blood work and we can work alongside doctors. So for instance, if someone has cancer and they go the route of chemo, um, um, and radiation, there's side effects that go along with that. So we can give along herbs um, to help with the side effects, to lessen them, and to actually help with the efficacy of the chemo and the radiation to make it better. But there's so many things that a clinical herbalist can do. Okay, I am so, so impressed. I'm so impressed. I have never heard of your profession, and I think that's so neat that you're there to assist people that are going through a very difficult cycle of medical treatment. Yes, thank you, Clark. But see, I talk to plants, 
Um, <laughs> and I don't understand the, the money side of things, and that's why I'm so grateful for you. Well, let's talk about how how many options you have owning your own business. My favorite for you, since you don't have employees, is to open what's known as a self-employed or solo 401k. You today okay. can have a 401k that's ultra low cost, like people would have at a huge company, and cheaper than people would have at a small business, because the simplicity of the self-employed or solo 401k is, I mean, there's, there's almost no paperwork, and all my low-cost favorite companies offer these self-employed 401ks now. And they give you the ability as your business becomes more profitable to sock aside a lot of money in the self-employed 401k. And you say investing's not your thing. Think of a self-employed or solo 401k as like the investing house. And then the furniture you decorate your house with is the investments you go in. And because this isn't your thing, just simply pick the target retirement fund closest to the year you want to retire and sock all your money into that choice inside the self-employed 401k. Okay. And if you do those two things, you're going to be able to invest an enormous amount of money each year that you're comfortable with how your business is performing. And that's, that's what I would do. Now, if you want to keep it simpler, there's something you can do called a SEP, a simplified employee pension. But I think as a one-person company, you'll benefit more from doing the also very simple self-employed or solo 401k. And if you talk to one of my low-cost companies and the person who answers the phone has no idea what you're talking about, ask for a retirement specialist and they will know what I'm talking about and be able to serve you information on that and continued success with your business. Jack joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jack. Hello. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing great. Jack, you have a question for me about something that the answers have changed so much over the last three years. What are you yes. interested in? Well, Mike. <laughs> My question is, I have a, I have a guest bedroom, uh, don't use it very often, and I was going to buy a mattress and a box springs for it, but you go to these places and the names are all over the board. You can't compare one thing to another, uh, and I'm just sort of confused as to what really to do. So, great news for you, the mattress business is changing like crazy and the traditional mattress stores with their high low selling which is high low selling is where they have these was prices that are a million dollars but today i can get you in this mattress and box spring for only blah 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 and we'll deliver it to you today you know that whole thing they do at the mattress stores that is done The people selling like that don't know it's done, but it's done. And the reason is, is because of a a newer technology that compresses mattresses after they're manufactured, and they can be delivered to you uh, from online sellers, or you can go like to the warehouse clubs and buy one in a little 
box that you bring home and then they spring to life and so much of the cost with a mattress is the shipping costs because of the size of them and now mm-hmm. that these improvements have occurred where they're shrunk it's really really easy to buy one very affordably and when i say affordably what size bed do you want um i have the bed frame right now for a full um all right so you'll find that I a think- full mattress the lowest cost full mattresses that people really like are going to be around 200 or so. Do you have a box spring with that or you don't need it? What's the, um, uh, A lot of them come with box spring now. So it just depends on what you need. So you can well, I, buy I, these I think, very, very affordable yeah. ones. And um, one of the top sellers of mattresses now in the country that sell them online is Sam's Club. And I don't know, okay. are you a Sam's Club member? No, I'm a, I'm a Costco member, and, but I haven't joined Sam's Club. Sam's Club is a little further away from where I live. Well, you never have to go Costco. now. You can just join and have them send you one of the mattresses. And uh, Costco's a big seller of these uh, these mattresses that ship very affordably, but theirs tend to be more expensive. The best sellers on Sam's Club with a lot of reviews for uh, full-size mattresses are all in the $200 range. Oh, good. Okay. So go look at them, read the reviews, see which one seems best to you. But if you're looking for a guest bed that your guests aren't going to hate you, I'd look at the really affordable choices from Sam's. And this area of buying mattresses online it's only at the beginning of how it's changing that industry. Today's Clark Rageous moment is one of those things that just frustrates me so much, but it's so easy for a con artist to potentially separate you from your money. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous moment. This is compliments of the New York Post. There's a scam operating where people around the country are getting a call from an organization pretending to be FINRA, which is the regulatory body for the investment community, and they're claiming that FINRA has guaranteed investments. Guaranteed. And what they do is they then send you information on fake letterhead from FINRA and tell you that you are going to make this guaranteed money, but that in order to make the guaranteed money, you need to provide a bunch of information and then that you have to fly overseas to get your money. What they do is they take the information you've given them and they either steal money from your accounts that you already have or engage in identity theft or both. So when you are solicited, it doesn't matter what the, what the thing is. There's a key rule. When somebody calls you and claims that they have a great investment opportunity for you, you see something on the internet saying it's a great investment opportunity. Guaranteed! No, the only thing guaranteed 
is the money you're going to kiss goodbye. So be very careful and cautious anytime anybody solicits you. I remember when I was in my 20s and and opened my first business. I ended up on some kind of list that I would get calls about every other week from some con artist trying to sell me some kind of investment that I knew from experience was completely bogus. And I just want you to be aware that what was happening decades ago still happens. The only thing that's changed is the pitch and the way they steal your money or information. Be careful out there. Glad you're here with us on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about us working together to help each other with ways that will help us keep more of what we make. Hear that? We help all that. That's what this is about, is about serving each other. And I've got tons of resources available for you on Clark.com. Hope you'll check it out at some point. And on Facebook, I'm available at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. There's a question that I wish more would ask me about, and that's about life insurance. But the fact is, people that are under age 40, many of whom have a strong need for life insurance, will not buy it. That's because the life insurance industry, for the most part, is still stuck in 1960. The whole idea of technology, the internet, all the ways that people prefer to do business today, it doesn't compute for most of the life insurance industry that still it works on a life insurance is sold, not bought model, meaning that it requires that you have a salesperson who comes to present and push to get you to sign up. And the crazy thing is the industry is so tradition-bound that from when you say yes till when you have a policy in place could be months because the insurance industry moves at an analog pace, generally requiring that you go through a a minor physical in order to see if they will medically underwrite you. Now that, for a a millennial, that's not going to work any day of the week. You're just not going to buy it. And people under 40 generally don't want to deal with salespeople. So there are some innovative insurers, and only in the realm of insurance would you call this innovative, that now quickly quote you insurance online, give you what your premium is going to be after you answer a short questionnaire, and now in a practice that only began in the last oh year will issue you a policy without you having to go through having the many physical how do they do it well insurance 
that's readily available is what's known as term life insurance. If you ever heard me talk about life insurance, you'll only hear me talk about term. It's where you have no weird savings or investment accounts tied into it. You simply buy a life insurance policy in the amount you want for the number of years you want it in place, known as a level term policy that you buy typically for 10, 15, 20, or 30 years. So for the time period, you need it. And when we were talking about this, we meet every day before the show as a team with TV there, our off-air center, radio, television. We all meet and we share ideas. And one of the staffers who will remain nameless, who has children, was looking all embarrassed and had a funny smile on her face. I said, what's up? No life insurance, huh, for those kids? And she was just completely consumed with guilt sitting there. And so uh, hopefully since our meeting today, she has now purchased a policy. But I've got some companies on Clark.com that will do immediate issue policies. Takes just a couple of minutes and you have that policy issued. If you have kids, you need life insurance. If you have a spouse or significant other, you need life insurance. You need to protect those you love in the event of your untimely demise, and nothing does that better than life insurance. As just a simple, easy rule, buy a term life insurance policy for the number of years you need to protect your loved ones, and buy it at 10 times your current income. Simple enough, right? Trent is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Trent. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Trent. How can I serve you? Well, Clark, I'm living in a house that's approaching about 30 years old and looking to do some renovations to the outside. It needs a new roof. And when doing my research, I've come across a lot of uh, conflicting information based on the new tax law about whether a home equity loan or a home equity line of credit would be a better idea and which, if any, would have any advantages based on the, the new laws with regards to tax deduction. My understanding, they're not going to help you with tax deduction regardless, so i like for you to decide a different way. And I would never decide on a loan for home improvements based on taxes. I would do it based on what's going to work best for you over the years. So how much in total are your home improvements going to likely cost? Uh, I would say it would probably be in the neighborhood of about 25000 with the roof and all the exterior stuff that we want to do. Okay, so 35000 right? Because you said twenty five. Twenty five to 30 It'll be right in that range. No, I, no, see, I immediately went to thirty five because there's <laughs> never been a thing where people have done something to their home that it cost around what you thought it would. I, I'm learning as we speak. So let's just talk 25 to 35. Let's just call it that. How long would it take you with the income you have and other expenses you have to pay off a loan of that size? Uh, we, we, could, we could easily do it in three years. Three. What an interesting timeline. So at three years... I think I would look at doing a five-year 
because I don't know that people write three-year, do a five-year home equity loan. Okay. And you could prepay if you wanted to on it if you were in a position to pay off 25 to 35 in three years. The reason I like the home equity loan product is we're in a time of rising interest rates. And so if you do a home equity line just this year alone, you're likely to see the rate you start with rise by a full point. Okay. Because the Federal Reserve, the new chairman of the Federal Reserve, has made it clear that he believes that the economy needs higher interest rates and is going to push those rates up, barring something unexpected in the world, by a fair amount. And so you're kind of a sitting duck with a floating interest rate where five-year home equity loans carry relatively low interest rates and then you don't have to worry about the rate moving but i will tell you trent the five-year home equity loan is almost exclusively a credit union product right banks aren't interested in those because they don't make enough money on them sure are you a member of a local credit union or a national one member of a couple as a matter of fact great so i would just check with them and see what they will make available to you on the five-year home equity loan product, and that would be the way to go. Well, great, Clark. Well, thank you so much for your help, and thank you for everything that you do for the community. Sure, thank you, and I hope that the home improvements go really well, and you don't call me and say, what a headache! Lori's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Lori. Hi, how are you? Great, thank you, Lori. You have a question that I'm ecstatic to answer. Okay, here's my question. Um, I've heard you say, and I've heard others say, that uh, receiving a big refund is not good. So my question is, how do you figure out the sweet spot between how to keep more of your money during the year and not having to pay the IRS when filing your taxes? So this is art, not science. Okay. But it's not horribly difficult art. So do you know what kind of tax refund are you likely to receive when you do your return this year for last year's taxes? Or have you already done your return? No, not yet. Uh, so you're going to have to guesstimate. What right. kind of refund have you typically gotten? Somewhere around thirty-five to 3600 Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's huge. Yes. So uh, you would be uh, really in good shape reducing your withholding, let's just say um, $250 a month. How many pay periods do you have in a month? Two. So you get paid on the 15th, the last day of the month or something like that? exactly. So if you just reduce your withholding by $125 a pay period, you should get it much closer to not getting such a large refund. I wouldn't want you to go all the way to a larger amount because – if you did and your tax situation led you to where suddenly you owe money next year, you wouldn't like me so much. No, I don't want to. I'm hoping not to owe, but I can put money aside just in case. I just Yeah, but if I you do, to... unless you have a big change in your tax picture, if you reduce it by the 250 a month, you know, 125 a pay period, you should be just right. Okay, great. Awesome. And what are you going to do with that money? Uh, pay off bills. I'm trying to get debt-free. Okay, what are you doing to save for retirement? 
not enough yet. Okay. So I'm focusing so, on getting my bills paid off so that I can focus on retirement. And what kind of bills are we talking about? Not the good ones, but a mix, medical, credit cards. Okay. So uh, the medical, don't feel bad about that. You didn't choose to get sick. That's true. The credit cards, on the other hand, you know I can't stand credit card debt. What kind I don't of interest? Like it much either. What so, kind of interest um, rates do your debts have? Um, let's see. I think maybe it varies. There's a few cards, and it varies. Some have uh, a low interest rate, and some have a higher one, like uh, sixteen. Okay, I'm going to surprise you. I want you to take most of the additional money you're getting by reducing your withholding and put it towards the debt. But I want you to put one-fourth of it towards saving money in a Roth IRA. Oh, okay. Because I want you to start building that habit of automatically putting money in a Roth. Right now, small amounts, but you build the habit. And then over time, you're in a position to put more money towards towards retirement as you extinguish the debt. But I don't want you to put all of it towards debt because I need you building that habit of saving for retirement. And I want to wish you the best at doing that. And Bruce is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Bruce, you have a quick question for me about paper bills or email bills. Yeah, um, I'm finding out that a lot of, not so much bills, but also my uh, uh, credit card statement, my uh, checking account, and mutual fund statements are not always heading up in my mailbox. They're ending up in the uh, either the neighbors' mailboxes or people that are a couple streets away. And you know, I have a worry about ID theft and what else? Uh, what else that can be done with that? And I've always been leery about having things sent over the internet. But now I'm starting to wonder what's going to be safer because I do own a locking mailbox. But if my mail doesn't go in there and it goes to uh, the neighbors, and some of my neighbors are good, but there's some down the road that I wouldn't feel comfortable with. Pretty sketchy, them. huh? Well, I, I'm sorry that your mail delivery has been so unreliable. You know, my preference is for your investment accounts that you continue to get paper statements because you want that paper trail because yeah. they ask you to print out online copies, you know, take receive statements online and print them all out it's a lot of ink and paper but if you feel more comfortable having your credit cards come to you electronically and things like that that's okay but as far as investments i want the paper and i'm really sorry about the mail delivery being so inefficient this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. 
Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mike is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mike. Hey, it's off the day to a young man. Well, great to talk with you. How can I serve you today, Mike? Well, I've been reading your columns and your articles for many years, and um, uh, I got a 24-year-old grandson that's taken a couple of tests, and it seems to be some kind of bogus. They say they're free, and by the time you get finished with it, they're walking a couple hundred dollars. And tests for what? I'm, I'm sorry? Tests for what? Well, my question was, where can I steer my 24-year-old grandson to find a test that would help him find the best-suited career choice Oh, oh, that's a great question. So uh, tell me what your 24-year-old grandson did after high school. Well, he went to college and he did, he um, really didn't, he floundered around, so he quit college and came home and... How long did he attend college? About two years. Okay. So the college he attended, even though he did not graduate from the college, normally will offer former students free career assessment and counseling. Even though he didn't graduate? Even though he didn't graduate. And the reason they do that at most colleges is they want to make a connection to your grandson, and if they end up being good help to him when the college needs to raise some money, somebody's more likely to donate to the school when they've gotten help after they attended the school or graduated from it. So it would be unusual that a school would not want to help someone who's a former student, even who left short a degree. And that, that would be my first place I'd suggest. But if the college he went to doesn't have a good career counseling center or they only work with graduates... There's a website that I like called assessment.com that has, it's a freemium business model where they have from completely free um, career testing to where you pay a lot of money for a variety of things they do for you. But absolutely, I would think taking the free one would be a good start for your grandson. And what's the name again, please? Assessment.com. Okay. And so I I would like him first, though, to reach back to that college he attended, call the career center there, and find out what services are available to him there, because that would be my first favorite choice. Wonderful. Wonderful. I appreciate that. All right. Well, best to him and your good granddad looking out for your grandson. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that I appreciate so much that you've just tuned into our podcast, that you had faith in the information and advice you get. You want more information from us? One of the best ways to get Clark Smart is with our free newsletters, Clark Daily, Clark Deals, and Travel Escape. Sign up now. You'll be able to unsubscribe at any time if you think I'm wasting your time. Go to Clark.com slash newsletters.